This podcast is a member of WGPRN, wildgamesproductions.com. Low Furniture Podcast, volume number three, special insert number nine. I am sitting alongside the director of the Contessa, Stacy. Stacy, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you very much. And today we're going to talk a little bit about, about your convention. So it's called Contessa. It's all online. So I want you to just first to start and tell me, before we get into the con, a little bit about yourself and your gaming background and how much of a big gamer you are yourself. <laughs> yes. Please do. <laughs> I've been gaming, let's see, for how long? For 20 years now. Uh, over 20 years, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I started I started with AD&D 2nd Edition, actually. Um, and I started with all of the band geeks, because I was, I was a band geek myself. Uh, we, we would play on the floor of the band room at lunchtime. <laughs> so that's what you guys did in band camp, I see. <laughs> Some of us, at least. <laughs> Whoa. And, uh, I, and I just... It just it caught a hold of me, and I just I've been playing ever since then and running. I I, I basically was I was the always a GM mm-hmm. because um, all of my friends would swear that they were going to run a game. They just had to prep for it, and then years would go by and yeah. nothing would happen. So I just finally started running myself. Oh, okay, uh, what are you up to these days as far as playing games? Well, I play in. Two games a week um, mm-hmm. via Google Plus, um, and uh, uh, one of them is a Changeling game, and the other one is a rotating cast of games right now. Mm. Um, right now, we, we're we're I just finished making a character for a Rifts game that we're starting, um, and prior to that, we were playing uh, Machinations of the Space Princess, and prior to that, it was Lamentations of the Flame Princess, and prior to that, it was Swords and Wizardry. So, so we've been all over the board. <laughs> so you have some roots definitely in the old school there. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so when you when you sit down and, and roll your dice, do you still have that same feeling that when you started way back twenty years ago? No, I actually think it's better. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's now it's it's back then. I was so impatient that <laughs> I I you know teenagers you just want to get started immediately that I didn't really ever go into detail and in things that I wanted to do. And now that I'm older and wiser and have gone through all of this stuff before, I like it a lot more. The whole the entire aspect of it. Yeah, I found it's not the same as when I was a kid. I feel that not knowing the... I didn't know the rules then, so everything was all like, whoa, when I started playing right. Advanced Dungeons & Dragons 1st Edition, and I was just like, whoa. And I had a great DM, and he was a DM that was just on the fly, on the ball, and he just boom, 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 boom. Every adventure was exciting. We call him, on the show here, uh, we call him the great Joe DM, because he's every time we talk about it, it's kind of like, oh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> the guy doesn't play any- I actually connected with him recently he doesn't play anymore now which I'm kind of sad about but you know at least he taught me everything I, I know so yeah he passed on the torch yeah now I sit down at games and I find it hard for me to play the game unless I find a DM that I like or a GM I like so I mostly just run games myself so yeah I tend to be pretty picky myself I'd rather just run it 
and just see other people have fun, and I get fun. My fun's from that. So yeah, same here. I love watching the reactions of people. And one of the great things about Google Hangouts and having the video is that I get to watch everybody's reactions as things are happening, and I I just love watching how they go. and And I have one group that's my playtest group, and and they they will role play for like ten fifteen minutes, and I can just sit and watch them. <laughs> that's fun. I don't know, the, yeah. the Google Hangouts camera thing zooming in and out kind of creeped me out. I don't know. That's weird. I, I don't I don't have anything zooming in and out. They're, they're usually fixed. Oh, really? Mine was always yeah. just like when the person talked, it would be like, one whoop. Maybe oh, setting. yeah, it comes up. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it was just like, whoa, okay. Uh, anyway. So you said, you wait, you said playtest. Does that mean you have something in the, in the works that you're not telling us about? <laughs> yeah, I'm currently writing a game called Precious Dark, and I've mm-hmm. been writing it for about, let's see, a, a little over a year now. It's, it's very, very slowly moving, but it's a, it's a post-apocalyptic game that's supposed to mix a great blend of, of creepy and dark and terribly cute Saturday morning cartoons. Ooh, I'm intrigued by this now. And is this D20 or? It's um, it's a system that I'm I'm putting together myself. Um, it's it's close. It's 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 kind of based on um, more OSR type games or you know older school type of games. You have six attributes and um, mm-hmm. and you roll two uh, D six, but you get to add skill dice and stuff like that to it depending on what you're doing. It's actually kind of a mixture of the World of Darkness stuff that I did a long time ago and the Dungeons and Dragons stuff that I've done for a very long time and, and I'm trying to put it all together in one unique little system. <laughs> Sounds kind of cool. I have to keep, keep an eye on your feed now to see what's going on with it. You'll post updates about it, I assume. Eventually. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, being a woman in gaming now, why don't mm-hmm. you try to enlighten the audience a little bit? Why is it so hard to find a girl that games or a girl that will run a game. Why don't you tell me a little bit what you think your theory on that is? Well, I, from talking to a lot of people, I, I hear a lot of, and I can understand it because I, I felt this myself, a lot of um, it, a lot of women saying that they feel like they have to be perfect. They feel like they have to know everything about the game, otherwise somebody's going to come in and tell them, you know, you're not allowed here, you don't belong, you, you don't know how to do this. Um, they feel like they have to know the rules inside and out. They feel like they have to know all of the lore, if there's lore associated with it, inside and out. And it's it, and it can be, you know, and I can understand that, and it can be a little bit intimidating to, mm-hmm. to come in for the first time. So Contessa's goal really is to, you know, give women a place where um, they're showcased. And um, we, we try to do some things like training and getting people familiar with, especially the Google Plus Hangout environment, mm-hmm. um, to, to actually make them feel a little bit more comfortable in what they're doing so that they can run new stuff. We had in June, so this is the second contest. Though. The first mm-hmm. one was in June. Um, we had, I think, about ten new GMs altogether. Okay, so uh, talking a little bit more about Contessa before we get into it, how did you come up with the name of Contessa? I, obviously, I could figure that out, but I want you to tell everybody. Yeah, I had a really lame name for it when I first came up for it, it was Lady Con, and it just sounds horrible. Yeah, and I just I couldn't. When I think of lady, I think of old people. Yeah. <laughs> So I actually, I, I couldn't think of anything, so I actually put out on Google+, Plus. I really hate this name and I need a better name. Come on, everybody, help me find a better name. And somebody brought up Contessa, and then somebody else changed the capitalization uh, so, to what it is, and, um, and I just fell in love with it and said, okay, that's it. That's what we're doing. Okay. So, uh, all right, people listening go, okay, Contessa, I'm interested. Where do I, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? How do we get there? Tell us if about you- that. 
Go to ContessaOnline.com, all one word. Um, there's a ton of information up there. That's our. I, you'll be slapped with the um, read our about page for more details thing right at the beginning. And um, our about page has everything about it. We have a ton of stuff on that website by now. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So we try to answer everybody's questions as we get them and um, try to make sure that everybody understands exactly what we're trying to do and what we're up to. And it seems pretty good so far. Okay, so uh, I'm looking looking at the page. You first look at it. You slap with all the information. So why the the kind of cutesy route on things that you picked? I wanted to keep it um, lightweight and um, and I, I want because I want that the, the atmosphere that I want to be is one of um, of of fun, not necessarily introspection or uh, deep thought about the state of of women in gaming or anything like that. But we're here specifically to play games and to talk about playing games, and that's all we're going to do. So I wanted to to put forth that kind of idea of of a lightweight, fun kind of thing to do, and we try to keep anything else off of it. Did you think about maybe how that might turn some guys off, thinking, oh, well, this kind of looks kind of girly for me, I don't want to be involved, I and mean, you don't really care, obviously? I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, we, we had a lot of, we, we've had a lot of our players are men, and yeah. we have a, a lot of them come in, so, you know, it didn't it didn't really worry me a little bit. Honestly, I've, I've gotten more flack from um, women about it, it being cutesy, um, I and I, I don't really consider it cutesy, cutesy, but... Um, it's kind of there in the cutesy area, but I, 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 it doesn't bother me. But I could see how it would bother some women. Going, well, if they want us to take, be taken seriously, I don't, this, you know, this here doesn't really be. It's not really that serious, but you, you yeah. explained why you did that. So right, right, all exactly. right. So I'm slapped with the front page. I'm past the cutesy. Going, all right. I'm gung ho for this. How does this whole thing work? How do I sign up? Uh, can I run a game? Obviously, I'm a guy. So tell me about that. <laughs> You have to identify as female in order to run a game, um, and and that's a matter of a checkbox that we have um, on our on our registration site. What if I put um, a wig on and pretend to be a female? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to question anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you uh, if you go to at, at the top and in, in the links, there's something called Registration Central, and Registration mm-hmm. Central is where um, we. We, we try to right now the the games aren't listed there, but it's it's where you need to go in order to actually sign up and create a game. And I just went to sign in and it didn't work, but it's just figures. Yeah. Um, and you click on a, a button and you really only give us a an elevator pitch and a time and date for when you want to run your game. Um, and then it gets put into our system and we go through a a, a quick approval process. Our approval process okay. is basically we want to make sure that all of our events. Um, uh, hit our apolitical goal, which means we don't we don't we don't have events where we specifically talk about the subjects of women in gaming because they are so heated, and we're trying to stay away from that heat and just kind of it, it's it's for for the the warriors out there it's a time for them to come and relax and take a deep breath and not have to be constantly defending themselves, mm-hmm. and um, for everybody else out there who's just tired of the arguments it's for them to actually be able to come in and, and have a space where they don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. So we go through this approval process where we just check we check really quick to make sure that everybody understood what the rules are when they put it in. I like you throwing out the Hollywood term there, elevator pitch, in case people don't know that out there. You have as much time as it takes the elevator to get up to the floor of where the executive would be to pitch the idea, which is usually about 30 seconds. Yep. Uh, so I just like how you include that. Very clever. <laughs> and I mean, on the web, that means you have, I think, 250 words or something. Yeah. Um, characters or something like that. <laughs> 250 or less to squeeze it in to tell me what you want to do, otherwise too bad. 
Exactly. Uh, okay, so I've pitched an idea to you, and I'm a woman, and you obviously check it out. You think it's cool. The person signs up. Now, um, how do I get my friends interested to sign up? Is there a place they can go to sign up for the event, or they just say, I'm interested, I'm, I'm going to show up? They say, well, there's a place for you to sign up. Um, we have a... Um, we have a partnership with a with another website called Tavern Keeper. Mm-hmm. Tavern Keeper is a campaign management site, and they've spent the last couple of months um, building out an API for us to actually connect into, okay. as well as um, transforming a portion of their site to be con-friendly. And so we have a list of events there. It'll be linked very shortly from our homepage. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's not right now. But um, it will be there very, very shortly. And that gives you a whole list of all of the events that are currently available and that, that are currently going to be running, plus panels and, cam- and campaigns slash games uh, on one side and panels on the other. And um, you, what you do is you go there and you, you click on one of them and you click a button that says um, request to join. And the GM gets to approve each person that comes in. So oh. if she finds you creepy, you may not actually get involved. <laughs> So put your best foot forward and don't be creepoid. Yes. <laughs> but it's to give them also the, the that that okay. full control that you have over the, the particular game. So, so they get to decide who gets to come in and play. And, and Tavern Keeper, if someone else, for example, wanted to sign up and do the same thing, not with the convention, but just wanted to do their own events like that, is, is there a fee involved with that, do you think? or? They have. I think right now everything's free. Um, oh. They have a subscription um, that they're going to be, as they roll out new... Uh, uh, features that they're right. going to be have you have a subscription service for particular types of character sheets and, and things like that. But for regular campaign management, um, you, they have a wiki, they have um, a role play section, so you can actually do kind of play by post role playing right mm-hmm. there. Um, they've so got each campaign has just like a ton of information that you can go and add. It's very well organized, um, and I like that it's 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 nicer um, than a lot of the places that I've seen do this. It uses more modern web practices. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's also uh, mobile and tablet friendly, so you can use it pretty much anywhere. Um, and their idea is to have it so that it's it's a good tool for if you're playing online or even if you're playing offline, because you can keep everybody's character sheets there and then always look it up on your tablet while you're playing. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so they've got really cool stuff, and yeah, I, I definitely they they've done some great stuff for us. So you know, it's tavern-keeper.com, and it's it's I love their campaign management stuff. It's it's probably the best thing I've seen so far in campaign management. And Okay, uh, how is it compared versus uh, Obsidian Portal or Epic Words? Uh, is you how do you find? Obviously, you're using Tavern Keeper because you like it and because you have a, a thing going on. But if you would step aside and look at the three of them together, I've only used Obsidian Portal, and um, it I've always found it difficult to use. Um, yeah. I I didn't really like. I mean, as a web developer myself, I tend to have oh, more. Wow, yeah stringent requirements mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i i just i just i always felt like i couldn't find whatever it was that i was looking for and then when i did like it was just the text was too dense and i couldn't read things i hear they redesigned recently and i haven't been back since the redesign yeah that's a nice uh, new redesign they have nice sleek design modern yes that sounds probably better than what i what i saw before but yeah that's kind of what i'm looking for is a sleek modern design um and and a little bit more I don't know exactly how to describe it. I don't think I've ever found one that does everything that I want it to do, but the folks at Tavern Keeper are coming close. Uh, There's always going to be something you're going to want that they don't have, Mm -hmm. so you'll you'll get close to it eventually. Always, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so now now we're signed up, we got the event going, you're 
you're the GM and I sign up, you approve me because you don't find me a creepo. So. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you do and you reject me, but whatever. Uh, now, do I have to pay a fee or a donation or that's everything's for free right now? Everything's free. And um, um, we, we take donations. Um, we don't have a donation thing up right now. We just finished an Indiegogo campaign over um, the course of, of, of November and December. And we got enough money from it to actually be able to fund the entire um, convention. And mm-hmm. to fund it, what we, the money is to, to go to, to paying for the website, to paying for um, um, the, the illustrations that we get. All the, the cute little girls on there, those are illustrations that I actually <laughs> purchase. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and I actually I had them commissioned specifically for Contessa, mm. and um, um, the the video animation that we had for uh, Indiegogo that we transferred into just a, a quick introduction of what Contessa is, uh, all of that stuff. You know, I wanted to make sure that the people who worked on it got paid for mm-hmm. it, and they did. Um, and then we have we have actually you know because one of the things that you don't get at an online convention is that the physical things you know you can walk through the convention floor and you can pick up all sorts of freebies and stuff like that and there's prizes and there's all of these kind of things you end up coming home with more stuff than you left <laughs> yeah but you don't get that with online conventions so mm-hmm. one of the things that we're doing is we're we're offering um, these kind of we have them. We called them swag bags last year. Um, I'm calling them goodie bags this year. But they, they have things like bookmarks and dice. And and uh, we make a zine out of all of the contestant contest entries that we get. Because we have like a game design contest and a, uh, uh, a, a usually like a random table design contest. And I think we're going to have an art contest this year. Um, and we put that all together in a zine that everybody can come in and take, um, uh, can get a, their hands on. Um, what else do we have? With lots of stuff that that we like to give away, and we have quite a few sponsors who have donated not only physical mm-hmm. stuff for us to send out, because uh, I have I've got boxes of books and T-shirts in my living room from people who have donated things, cool. um, but they also have donated a lot of PDFs so that we can give stuff away immediately right there at the convention. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so everything's for free. Cool. Yeah. Now. Being this is be your second convention, I don't know if you've run into. Have you run into the problem with with guys saying, "Hey, can I run an event? Come on, just let me run one event." Oh, all the time. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've 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 had. I I usually get probably about one a week or so that either doesn't understand what we're trying to do or um, thinks that they're an exception to the rule, but. <laughs> It's really only if if I compare that to how many people are actually interested in it, how many people play, and how many people come in. It's a very small amount of people, and usually they understand immediately when I when I say no, sorry, you can't. But you know, come on over and play, and they do come over and play. Okay, so we got the events going. We're going to the day of the convention. We're using obviously uh, using Roll Twenty software, correct? Some people do. I actually we actually let people use whatever they want. Okay. Um, some people do. Not every game requires Roll Twenty. Um, we we have a lot of a lot of GMs on Google Plus um, don't use it. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't use anything for mapping. Um, oh. I tend to actually just do a screen share of my map, or um, I have a couple of of things that I run on my tablet that actually let me draw on it and do kind of fog of war kind of things, but not not as cool as Roll Twenty does it. Mm. Um, I only haven't invested my time enough to, to learn Roll20 so that I can actually get all of that stuff in there, but I, I probably will eventually. So it's the there's a little bit of a learning curve when it comes to actually getting into Roll20, mm-hmm. so we like to do a little bit more of a theater of the mind thing, especially for people who are new. 
Yeah, I was going to say, because uh, the Roll20 has everything you're talking about with the cameras and, and the, yeah. the background, so I figured maybe you would... Yeah, you can also use... I, I would assume you let people use Fantasy Grounds, uh, D20 RPD, or whatever it's called, I think. I'm not sure offhand. Uh, there was one gamer table as well, so you let them use whatever they want to bring to the, the table, right. pretty much, the virtual table. Right, right. And they're all done via Google Plus Hangout, um, and they're all done Hangouts on air, which means that they're, that they're um, actually public. Anybody can watch them. Oh, okay. So someone could sit in the background and watch the game and just listen and chill out. Yes, and lots of people do for the competitions, particularly. Oh, tell us about the competitions, then. Um, we run, and in June, I ran, I, I had this idea, and it's, it's really my event, um, but I, I had this idea to, to run a completely random dungeon. So, so, so the, the dungeon itself is random. I used um, Don John's um, random dungeon creator. Yeah. And then all of the dressing, all of the creatures, everything inside of the dungeon is completely random. So it's just made with a bunch of random tables. Okay. And then... I and then there's there's two groups. Each one has a team of five that, that sign up for it, and each one has a GM that I appoint, okay. basically, because okay. I don't GM these. Okay. I know too much, <laughs> <laughs> and the GMs don't actually get the PDF with the dungeon in it until an hour before the event starts. So they only have an hour to look over what it is that they're about to run. Ooh, crunch time! Yeah. Then the group gets together at the at the given time on Hangouts, and they have three hours to first go through character generation and decide how they're going to design the group, and then second, to get through as much of the dungeon as they possibly can. Uh-huh. And if they finish it, it's if one of them finishes it and the other one doesn't, it's, it's an instant win. But finishing it requires every single room to be explored. Oh, all right. They didn't even get close to finishing it in June, but I think I made it too big. <laughs> um if they finish it, they win. If they don't finish it, then what we do is we tally up all of the experience points that they've gained, all of the loot they've picked up, and basically all of the gold that they've generated, and how many rooms that they've actually gone through. And then it's in June, it was obvious who was the winner and who was the loser. I'm hoping that it's going to be as obvious this time, and I don't have any tiebreakers. Uh, yeah, you actually designed it like the old RPGA tournaments that uh, TSR used to run. That's how they did theirs, pretty much. Really? Yeah, wow, let's awesome. all get as far as you can and then advance to the next stage. So. Yep. And this year we're going to have, last year we had only one of them. This year I'm going to have two of them running, one on Saturday and one on Sunday. And one of them is team play, so um, it's it, you organize your team before and then submit that team, and that team goes in. And the other one is individual sign-ups, so you don't know what kind of group you're actually going to end up in. Hmm. And you got you got a lot of uh, girls coming stepping up to GM now that they've seen this convention more and more. Yeah, uh, it can be it still can be hard for me to find GMs especially for kind of OSR stuff. Uh, yeah. A lot of the women that I have coming into GM, they like to do um, story games and uh, more indie games and things like that. And uh, Pathfinder is a big one too, although in and D and D, although we didn't have that many in June, I'm hoping we'll have some more come in this year because um, we had I, there were a lot of independent games and story games run. It was almost an independent gaming convention. <laughs> Do you think maybe they like running those games more so because there's more of an impromptu gameplay than having to know all the rules, which led back to what you said. They might be you know, looked down upon because they don't know every rule. They didn't memorize everything. you think maybe that could be the reason of that? Possibly. I, and I think, it, I think it leads to, I think a lot of women like the more narrative game than a game that's, that's going to focus a lot on rolling dice or um, using heavy statistics or being a numbers game, basically. 
a lot of the OSR games are like that. The original ones uh, focus more on story. Well, I guess if you're the, the GM or the DM focuses it that way. I agree, but I think there's a there's a uh, what do I want to think of it? There's there's a stigma almost around that 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 that's kind of what it is, and I don't entirely understand it because it, it's it's one of those things where. It is what you make it, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever you make it to be out to be. You can make. I can take any game that, like, well, except for fourth edition, I can't take that game. It's impossible. But <laughs> any of the D and D games editions, I can take it and make it old school. It's just a style of playing. That's all. Versus the, just focusing on the rules. Right. More of a just on the fly, make up the rules as you go. Just be consistent, and you don't have to, you know, just lay back and have fun. That's all. Yes, exactly. But, you know, probably they're a little nervous about it because, you know, there's all that history behind it, so like you're saying. Quite possibly. I'm hoping that I'm going to, that I just haven't found the right demographic and I'm going to find this hidden cache of of, of OSR kind of GMs who want to come in and, 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 and run all of this stuff, but who knows. <laughs> well, I, I, there's quite a few uh, ladies that listen to this podcast and I, some of them do run games and I've encountered on my own locally here girls that are in their early 20s just coming oh i heard all about this ad and d stuff and can we sit in the game and play and then they play and they have like loads of fun and they wind up like buying every one of the books obsessively and start playing on their own so it's fun that's awesome if you guys are listening come and run games <laughs> yeah stacy will be very happy very <laughs> so what's the future plan for contessa just to keep going obviously keep showing it out there do you have any ideas that you're thinking about putting into the con that you're not sure about just yet that you might be able to tell us about or not really this year we did it kind of um a lot bigger uh, we, what we did we tried to see how big we could get um and it it didn't it, with the indiegogo campaign and it it worked but it was way too much work on my end yeah. it was it was a ridiculous amount of work and i would have rather spent that putting together panels and games and things like that so next year we're gonna we're gonna bring down the focus a little bit more um, back to just the games. I'm gonna take out some of the, the the physical merchandise because that that also takes me a lot of time to actually do and take care of, and then um, and then we're going. But we're gonna focus more on the games and the panels themselves and digital prizes. Um, so that's that's what. 2015 contest is going to look like oh. what will be different or you know how much more stuff we'll have or you know how we handle things is still to be seen i'll do that i'll think about that after this one <laughs> so you said last convention you said was in june uh, mm -hmm. this one's in february is this going to be a yearly thing a six month thing or i want it to be an annual thing okay. um it was in june this past year only because i wanted to have it earlier but i got sick and then had to have surgery and then there was three months worth of me getting back to get getting myself back together so there was no way that i could actually handle it. and the the june convention i did alone i i organized it i ran it i did everything by myself this one, I actually have two staffers helping me out on, which is fantastic. People that were, um, a couple of girls that were in uh, the convention last year. Um, and they've, they've been great. They've been wonderful. They've taken a lot of the weight off of my shoulders. Oh, that, that's really good. Can, yeah. can any, any guys step up to help run the convention as far as the background stuff, or it's still just pure women? Right now, it's just pure women. I have um, one of my friends, um, he, he helps us with our Twitter feed, or our Twitter account, um, because I... I'm kind of Twitter dumb. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I have a Twitter account. I, and I use it sometimes. It's just and not my thing. Not, yeah, it's just you don't need to update it every five seconds what you're doing. But yeah, go on. Yeah, and so you know he he helps us out with retweeting things on Twitter and keeping things going on on Twitter so that we always have a presence in, in all of our social media. Um, I, I have. Um, I have, you know, I have, of course, obviously, lots of male friends who, who game and lots of them on Google Plus who help out in all sorts of different ways. I'm mean, just from donating PDFs that they've written to to, you know, actually helping out on the on the given days that we're doing. We have what we call treasure mammals, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the reason I call them treasure or prize no treasure mammals. Treasure mammals. The reason I call them that is because I give them when they volunteer. I actually give them a random table as to what they want to call themselves that given day and on one side it's different words for treasures and prizes and on the other side it's different words for animals (laughs) or monsters i I put monsters in there too um and then they they get to come in i'm your i'm your prize aardvark (laughs) and and tell people what it is that they won on each one of them um and and i've had i had two or three guys help me out with that last year and there probably will be this year too okay great so you got everything on everything going Oh yeah. So if someone wants to step up and help, just contact you, and uh, you'll work based on that, whatever you decide. Absolutely. And the easiest way to contact me is just mm-hmm. send me email to Stacy. That's S T A C Y at contessaonline dot com. And if they want to follow you on Twitter, on Twitter I am at Stacy Rex. Stacy at Stacy Rex. Okay. And are you have anything? Do you have a, a group on Facebook they can find as well, or on Google Plus? Yes, uh, on Google Plus where we have a community, and, and since everything runs through Google Hangouts, it's probably the place where we do the most everything. Okay. Um, and on Facebook, we have a page. Um, it's a, it's I think it's Contessa Contessa Con. That's what it is. The page name. Anything on Facebook uh, other than yourself, probably. Or? I'm on Facebook. I don't do too much on Facebook. Um, one of my staffers, she's a little bit more active there. She's our social media expert, so she's everywhere. Awesome. But the place that you can find me the most often is on Google+. Yes. That's uh, definitely good. So uh, go to Google+, uh, go to contessaonline.com, correct? Correct. Sign up for an event. Uh, if you're a lady listening to this show, go there and offer your elevator pitch. Yeah. Get a game going. Have Stacy say, oh, my God, I have so many pitches. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yes. Make her work. <laughs> I'd love to have that problem. Yeah, right. Uh, so I, I guess to, to wrap this up, uh, I have one last question for you. This is my goofy question for every interview I've been doing since I've been interviewing since, I don't know, mid-2000s or whatever. Uh, if you could be a household appliance, which one would you be and why? Oh, man. A household appliance. <laughs> I'd say the first thing that came to my mind was a stand mixer, and I don't know why. A stand <laughs> mixer? Yes, it just popped into my head just like that. Okay. <laughs> if I could be a, maybe I would be a stand mixer. I don't know because I like facilitating things and making things happen. That's it. That, that works. <laughs> that definitely works. I mean, I had, I had someone say they wanted to be a smart TV because they like entertaining. Oh, uh, I like that. Someone said they wanted to be an iPhone, even though that's not a household appliance. But whatever. <laughs> I guess it can be considered a household appliance at this point in life. Right. Uh, someone wanted to be a microwave. Someone wanted to be a toaster. <laughs> so wow! People have different opinions of what they want to be. So, <laughs> some funny things in there. Well, Stacy, it's been a pleasure. Uh-huh. Uh I hope you have a good evening, and uh, we look, want to look forward to updates. Uh, if you send me a 
uh, a banner, a small banner. I want to put it on the RFI website to uh, link to your page so when it comes to our website, you can just click on it and go to your page automatically. Sure, I will. And uh, thank you for joining me tonight. Hey, thank you for having me.